What is up, everybody? Welcome into See the Floor Podcast. It's your boy K Malone, Ryan Wilson, and we have a great episode for y'all. You ready, brother? Let's get it. Welcome in, everybody. See the Floor Podcast. The bros, the guys, the hostess with the most is your boy K Malone. Ryan Wilson. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So <laughs> let, let me it's beginning to look a lot like March. <laughs> so according to my calculations, it's March twenty third. That means we are in the midst of March Madness. Yeah, we're getting to the nitty gritty. Man, we did not have postseason. Well, we the postseason was cut short for college athletes sad sad day in the world yeah just there were kids that were literally in the middle of games and halftime like because of the situation with covid and the reason the podcast created rudy gobert test positive stopped the game stopped the presses the world just <laughs> went on total halt yeah that's a sad day when you in the midst of a game and you can't even go back out to finish that's got to be crushing. Yeah. So, and it's been a long time coming for the light at the end of the tunnel to get to this, to get to an NCAA tournament, to get to in a bubble for college kids, for them now have to kind of experience like, okay, COVID testing, tournament time, focus, school, spring, all of those things. And for us fans, now that, you know, your boy's a fan, I don't get the chance to participate anymore. <laughs> No, your eligibility been gone. You uh, here I, you go. Here you go. I'm just saying. You know, anybody can still get it. What's what's the, what's the fun? You can get this work. You can get this work, or you can get this work. So, with that being said, the NCAA tournament is here. It is in full force. The stars are shining. The upsets are happening. Brackets are busting. Man, uh, yeah, my bracket is shot. So. Sorry, I couldn't help give much service to you. My, my money gone. <laughs> Man, the good thing is I can gamble on NCAA tournament games, and I should have been betting on one team. We'll get to them later. We ain't going to spoil for them. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Man, the preview of the NCAA tournament, because uh, a lot of y'all seeing this will be have seen a lot of the, the upsets and bracket busting, but number one overall seed, Gonzaga Bulldogs, they've been tough all year. Still in the midst. Yeah, 26-0 and 0 and just – Got to NC tournament just rolling. We're able to take care of their first round matchup. Got a chance to play Oklahoma this weekend. Shout out to my boy Austin Reeves and his career off at OU and doing what he does, but that wasn't enough. Yeah. He fought hard. Yeah. He fought hard. Then and missing uh, Davion Harmon hurt too. Yeah. Yeah. Just losing your second leading score and a in a guard to handle the ball versus them. It's just it's tough. But he was really able to leave it out on the floor and mm. and he he made people see how big of a dog he is. Yeah. Because so, a lot of people sleep on him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my opinion coming from Wichita State, getting to be with him every day. But to see him have success at a higher school, and as a senior, be first team all Big 12. Let's not take that away from him because he really went to probably the toughest conference in the country. Sorry, Big 10. Big 12 is tougher. But it really put on. Yeah. No. Now we could talk about our second Number one seed out of the Big 12, the Baylor Bears. You know, shout out Popsy from the Colts. Sickle Bears. Yeah, you know, we got we got big Baylor ties here. But they look like they're 
finding their footing after the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Can they hold on? Can they be the team that we thought they were all year? Can their three-headed monster guards between Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, and Macy Oteague really get it done? You know, with no inside presence. I believe in them. Uh, I think I think they'll get there. Do I think they'll win it? No. Okay. I do have I do have them getting there. Yeah, they'll get there, but I don't think they'll. These win two it. games so far have not just been a cakewalk versus Eastern Washington and Wisconsin, but they took care of business. Right. Took right. care of business. Let's get to our third number one seed, Michigan. Michigan had a scare. Yeah. And it's, and it's not that it's a scare. LSU is a very good team. LSU yeah. has the uh, leading freshman score in the country in Cameron Thomas. They got Trenton Wofford, Javante Smart. Tough matchup. Obviously, easy first-round game. But they showed a lot of toughness for having one of their better players out of injury in Isaiah Livers. And can we'll see what the Sweet 16 holds for them. Yeah, I, I not so much believe in the team. I believe in their leadership, though, and their coach. Yeah, because Juwan is very passionate. Very, very. So when you get a former player, and a lot of times a lot of former players come back, but when you get a player of his caliber, what he did in Michigan, what he means to Michigan, right. even though they tried to race the Fab Five, Yeah, and how he was as a – not the best NBA career, but the tail end, the lead. Like you can see it in their team. They they are they are been battle tested, and they they have a coach that he believes. So then the guys believe. Right, exactly. Definitely. I couldn't agree with you more. Yep. And then as the brackets get to busting, the fourth number one seed, Illinois, who I I thought after you know <laughs> them winning it, like I mean, gonna be kind of scary. And took that early exit, and they took an exit to another Illinois team. Shout out to Loyola Chicago, my boy Drake Jackson. You called it. I give it to you. You called it. I didn't believe in him. Yeah, and I mean, I saw from my time at Wichita State being the Missouri Valley that when we left, they would be the team that would have a chance. And the year that we left, that next year, they get to the Final Four. Yeah. And you see they've been able to keep one of their main pieces, Cameron Cutwig. And if y'all don't know who that is, y'all better look him up because the boy can play. (laughs) <laughs> Throwback big handoff screen roll finish nice yeah he he got some tricks in his bag yeah definitely for sure yeah so now let's get to the the meat of the bracket what's really <laughs> going on so get to all the curveballs yeah the curveballs I mean obviously the main curveball you see it <laughs> but you gotta believe it the Golden Eagles of Oral Roberts are for real and I'm not playing. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Do you want me to say it for you? <laughs> Go ahead. It says it on the court. Expect a miracle. Oh, my God. So yeah, They write with somebody upstairs. That's for yeah, sure. You gotta be, yeah, you got to be. So now, but to talk about them a little bit, they have the losing score in the country, Max Aismas, big-time shooter, and it showed a lot of people that he can drive the ball. Yeah. Big guy, Kevin O'Banner. Unbelievable freshman year playing with me. Gave me a lot of assists. Made yeah. me look really good at times. Has matured into a dominant big, a true pick and pop, throw someone on the inside, let him work inside out. And then they have a role, guys, that really, really just play their role. And they play the way – they play a brand of basketball where they really believe in the offense that they run, they are very, very efficient. Yeah, And the one thing that they're doing maybe better than anybody right now, maybe outside of Gonzaga, just because there's so much more talent than everybody, they take care of the ball, and their best player has been able to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. 
And that's unbelievable when you have your two best players of the highest scoring duo in the country stay out of foul trouble and they're getting above their averages. It's 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 hard to match up for that. It's hard to scheme for that when you only have two days. So yeah. they, they are a team that is now put themselves in a position that I think going into this Sweet 16 playing Arkansas, if they don't turn the ball over and Arkansas can't press them, we're talking about a 15 seed getting to the Elite Eight. Yeah. When was the last time they – Made a run. It's been a while, but for people that don't know, ORU has actually has a storied history. There have been some very, very good players That's to come sure. through. So uh, the upset they had versus Kansas in the NCAA tournament with Caleb Green, Kent Tut, our cousin Adam Liberty, shout out to him. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, and and first of all, I'll go back to one of the great all-time college basketball scorers, Richard Fuqua. I yeah. got a chance to play with his son, RJ. I mean, this dude got 24,000 points in a career with no three-point line. Yeah. That's remarkable. Scary tough. Yeah. So. We're getting back to the the team now. Yeah. What I will say about Kevin is when he when you played with him, I thought he was lazy. Mm. I thought he was a bum. <laughs> Here's the thing. He, you he could the, go, but he was lazy. Think about this. He was a freshman. He was freshman year in the conference, I, too. I get that. And. Yeah, you could see his potential, mm. but he was lazy. Yeah. And I think the difference now is it's his team. Was it his team or it's, is it Max? It's his team. You're right. He does put them on his back. Right. It's his team, and he knows that. Yeah. And he's got a a, a level of confidence that's just oh, yeah. through I the mean, roof. It doesn't work if both of them don't play well. Exactly. I, when you have a big guy that's dominant like that, you see, you know, you're going to be able to win games. And it's kind of scary because you look at a guy like him and then you look at Iowa, yeah. who just took a loss to Oregon. Man. Luca Garza comes back senior year, could have went to the NBA. Definite player of the year. Let's let's just put it to bed. I yeah. mean, the guy's in the Big Ten, first, second, whatever, best conference in the country. He's giving you a double-double every single night. Exactly. And he, he makes it look, and he, he's it look easy. Yeah. And he came to do what he worked on, which is step out and shoot the three ball. And he yeah. can. So yeah. got to give him a lot of credit. But – like I said, the NCAA tournament, it's anybody's it you have to be prepared to play a bunch of different teams on any given night and have to find a way to win. And that's just the name of the game. Yeah. And going into the tournament, you know, I thought like, you know, your top seeds were for sure. Mm-hmm. They were there was, you know, no Cinderella teams. Definitely. But we have plenty. Look at that now. Oregon State like, gets to a Sweet Sixteen. Like who you like? They beat Oklahoma State. They have Cade Cunningham. He's the best freshman in the country. He's the number one player. He plays well. <laughs> they still lose. Yeah, people. There's kids all around the country that can hope. Yeah. So talent of everywhere to stop looking at these rankings. These rankings mean nothing. Yeah. Kids, stop looking at these rankings. Just told some young men earlier. You get to the right place. You get to the right school. You'd have no idea what can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And this your time is now. <laughs> you gotta start early, start young. Yes. Now we didn't get to everything because we we could be on the show for an hour covering everything. Yeah. We gotta show our ladies some love because Cause they, they ain't getting any. They've been disrespected. <laughs> disrespected. I don't know why. Mark Emery, you got some you still ain't answered. You still ain't answered. Yeah, you got some explaining to do. Yes. Now, for all of y'all that didn't get a chance to see, and I hope you know, y'all on social media. I hope everybody's supporting that the women get their just due. We're going to show y'all love as always. Women's NCAA tournament. 
It's the same equivalent as the men's. They're trying to win a national championship. It's good basketball. Yeah. Girls do the same thing we do. They hoop. They're right. good. They're stars. Paige Bukers is like that. Freshman Man. point guard from UConn. If you don't know her, get to know her. She probably got half a million Instagram followers. She got that work. She, she nice. I, Extra I'm, nice. I'm sorry. She doesn't need three years in college. <laughs> she on her way. WNBA, see her very soon. Yeah. But let's get to the real thing and the fact that their bubble that they had in San Antonio, they were not offered the same opportunities that the men's players were offered. So, for one, the pictures of not a weight room, not a weight area, a stand of individual weights that probably go up to 15 pounds, like women's basketball players only lift 15 pounds. The disrespect is real. Yeah. So, let's put this in perspective. We have a weight room at our university. The girls use the same weight room. They, there's no change in the – there's not like a, oh, the girls, we're going to make them this weight room that's smaller has less, less weights and the amount, the increments is different. No. Right. Yeah, they may not lift as heavy. They lift They lift what their bodies allows them to lift right. to play competitively and play well. So they should be afforded the same opportunity and have the same size weight room, have the same weights, have all the same things available. I mean, do we have segregated gyms? Like, no. It doesn't make any sense. Not at all. So NCAA, I, I'm Mark Emmerich, I'm trying to find out what's the deal. And the disrespect goes to a second level. We don't offer them, like, catered-in meals. Man. We're getting, like, just pure thrown-together hotel meals, like – we got to feed 60-something teams, so we can't make enough hot food and quality food for them. We we can't get – after everybody's passed their quarantine and test, we can't get quality food catered in for our ladies, really. That's really what we're doing. <laughs> it's really a sad thing to see. Yeah. I mean, you would think we've we've come further than that. And clearly we have not. Clearly we have not. So the, one, the thing that makes me mad, anything that I like that Don Staley pointed out in her, who is the head coach of – South Carolina women's basketball, a pioneer in basketball herself, great WNBA player, was playing in the WNBA while coaching college. Right. Mind you, she is the head women's coach for USA women's basketball. She wrote a great letter. She just expressed, one, thanking the people that are in charge that did put together a great format, a great bubble for them to have an NCAA tournament. Let's let's put that online. Yeah. Secondly, the NCAA March Madness handle – Says the men's basketball tournament, like like like, there's no madness that involves women. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. We're still fighting for racial equality. We're still fighting for gender equality. Like, what are we In doing? In 2021, I don't get it. But we're mm. here for y'all. We hey, it's our platform. We speaking up. Yeah, we gonna say something. We got a word. We got a word. Hey, I always do. So with that being said. I really hope y'all tuned in to the women's games. We got basketball on all week. What more could you ask for? Women's games through the first part of the week and then men's games on the weekend. What's tuning in? <laughs> Stop what you're doing. You ain't got nothing else to do. You want to see? Y'all want to see dunks? Go watch Stanford. Fran Belibi. I promise. She gets a breakaway. It's going down. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. It's a lot more women getting up there now. Man. I don't know what to tell y'all. Tune in. Y'all y'all tune into the podcast. Go flip on Women's NCAA Tournament. But we had to let them know. I mean, the women's game has evolved. Why can't y'all? 
Why can't y'all adjust y'all's mindset? Like at the end of the day, we heard a hoop. Yeah. Men, women, we heard a hoop. Facts. So I got I got UConn girls winning it. Without a doubt. I th- I think they're gonna play for Coach Ariama. Not there, you know, still yeah. dealing with COVID. Very, very sad. You know, so it seems like the women have had a little bit better success with the whole COVID thing. I haven't seen anybody that got put out. Yeah. Because obviously, BCU had to forfeit their game, their first round game versus Oregon. Mm. Mm. And you saw some teams were affected. Who was responsible? Oh, yeah. You told me off air, like, hey, you're going to have to see me when we get back. Pack it up, bro, man. When we get, when we land, go ahead and pack up your apartment, whatever. Go ahead and head to the crib. Yeah, you don't have to put your name in the portal. We're going to put it in there for you. Yeah, but you saw teams, you know, on the men's side were affected. Kansas, um, Jayla Wilson doesn't get to play the first game. He's there for the second game. Just not weren't the same team. Yeah. Now, I think USC just happened to be better that night, regardless of – I, I just think they played better. Yeah, they definitely did. So, the two Moly brothers, they're a handful. I mean, yeah, the, I didn't think – I didn't really like Kansas anyway, so. Yeah, this Kansas team came along late at the end. Yeah. And – their thing was, were they going to be able to hit enough shots? Were they going to be able to hit enough perimeter shots to win a game? So if they get past USC, what do they do down the line? Yeah, their efficiency is kind of below average. Yeah. So a team that I think is scary is Alabama. Yeah. As a two seed. dogs. Because <laughs> they just blasted Maryland. <laughs> With ease. Yeah. Like, it made it look easy. I, I, I don't know if I've seen – it's happened. But in the NCAA tournament game, this was a high-level game, that both coaches knew to empty the bench within the two-minute. Like, not like, hey, we're going to leave a couple of our guys out there. Like, empty the bench, both sides. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody gets their experience. We're just going to take our L, and we're going to take our, our 20-point win. Everybody get in. It's like you going to the court with your five and running the court and be like, all right, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we won 20 games. Let's get up out of here. Yeah. Let the kids play. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Florida State? Did you get a chance to watch that game? No, I didn't get to watch that. Florida State's good. Scotty Barnes is nice. Contenders? You know, they've been to Elite Eight a couple times in the past couple years with Little Hamilton. I don't know if they can get over the hump. Who they got? Who they next? playing? Who, who are they playing next? Excuse me, I'll look at the break. But I do like them because they're balanced. Leonard Hamilton's a great coach. He always has been. And they just in the in the ACC, the ACC's down, right? Yeah. So it's still the ACC. One team is going to be good enough. Obviously, Virginia struggled. There are COVID issues. They lost to Ohio. Right. Like, I, I, I think at this point, half of our Sweet 16 bracket is like not anybody that we so you have Oral Roberts, Ohio, Oregon State, Loyal Chicago. Like it's so. Do you credit this to COVID? Mm. No, because no, I mean everybody's had to play. I mean yeah. it. It's been. It's not been always even at times, but like everybody's had some type of issues. Yeah. So I mean, it just. I don't. I don't know. Florida State has Michigan. Nah. 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 I, I hey, I think they can. I think they can. Nah, I got Michigan. Okay, so I mean, one, if you want to put a wager on it, we can. Oh, we got. Hey, hold on. I don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't want to take your money. I don't want to take your money. So tough matchups to me. 
I think Gonzaga gets Creighton. Shout out to the guys from Creighton being able to put aside their feelings for their coach. If you know, I'm, I keep up with all the backstories. Yeah. So the backstory with Creighton is their coach, Greg McDermott, his son Doug McDermott, famous Doug Buckets. You know, decided that he tried to challenge his team, but certain words that he used. Shouldn't be used in 2020. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, after everything that's going on, how do you still decide that, guys, I need you guys to stay together, be as a team. Like, nobody get off the plantation. When you have a majority black team? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's something that, like. It's I, not even, that's like, that's not even something you could say, oh, it was, you know, in the swing of things, it was a heated moment. No, that's that's your mindset. That's how you think. Something deep down is like, you guys can play for me, but I need you guys to be, you know, right here. Like, right. like I'm the master. You guys are just, you know. Don't forget your place. Yeah. And it's quite sad because... And you just wonder, like you, you've heard the players say they're hurt. It hurts. But you see some of them, no one's transferred. No one's opted out. They're playing for each other. They, the, the, his best player decided that I'm, I'm going to at least speak up for my coach. So I can give you a little bit of leeway that your best player and other players at least have spoke up about your character. And they don't want this completely to assassinate your character. Mm-hmm. So clearly you've done some amount of good in these kids' life. And I hope he really does go sit down, take classes, take the counseling that's needed, and not just do it because that's publicly what you're supposed to do. But that's, really get, educate yourself. That's tough. Because you have to walk in these young men's house with their parents and decide, like, we're going to give our child to you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hope that both of us can make a great decision and feel like whatever children we place – with whoever and whatever they do in life, that they really have their best interests at heart and they truly don't have ulterior motives or, or, or a different agenda on the inside. Yeah. But at the same time, you never know if you're getting a, a real person or somebody's representative. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough decision to make, but yeah, that's tough. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I would react if I was in the player's shoes. Man, I don't want to get into it, but obviously I've been in, Somewhat similar situations dealing with Wichita State, which shout out to them. We made the tournament. <laughs> hey, we lost. It's okay. It happens. Yeah. First four game, one point loss to Drake. Not happy with the finals or final play, but who am I to say? I made plenty of mistakes at the end of the game. Yeah. So I'm a gamer, but that doesn't mean I never made a mistake. Shout out to them boys. Shout out to my coach, my guy, Isaac Brown. Got the head coaching job, wins the American Athletic Conference regular season, gets the team in the NCAA tournament, bubble or not, he gets there after all the things that happened with Coach Marshall. We're not going to get into all that, but he takes over. They give him the job, well-deserved, and now he got a chance to really run a program and be the guy. And we can get into it. Maybe another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, just like I said, coaches, just respect the kids, man. We We're – we a lot of us look at y'all as second fathers and things like that, and we we want to be able to play for you. We we want to be coached. Yeah, I don't think you go to a high level school and don't want to be coached. But we just we just we just want to be respected. We're not gonna disrespect you, and if we do, we know you're going to correct it. 
yeah. and know what the consequence is if we say things that we shouldn't to our coach or, or an elder and, and speak out of tone, out of pocket. But, you know, have enough respect for us to be able to get on us and, you know, ride us the right way. Because that's, that's important. You don't, wanna, you don't never want to break a kid's mental down. Yeah. Because how you going to get it back? You know my motto. You, you can't ask someone to do something you're not willing to do. Mm-hmm. So you can't ask for respect and, and you don't respect me. Yeah. So. But I think you see around the country a lot of the coaches that really do, you know, demand that respect, but their players give it back. Yeah. Guys like a Mike Boyd in Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State gives a black coach a chance. He comes in and does a great job. Has now gotten recruits, now got them to the NCAA tournament, and now the Big 12 is tough. So you might finish fifth in a year, but you're good enough to get to the NCAA tournament right. and things like that. And I hope that all you know, coaches, young guys, older guys, whatever, come in and like kind of embrace their players, so hopefully they embrace them back. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Now, some of the other matchups, and it's interesting because you get an Oregon and USC game. You're getting a Pac-12 game. In the NCAA tournament. Right. You know, some people are like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like, they've already played each other. But then some people are like, oh, it's interesting. Like, the stakes are higher. Yeah. It, that's going to be an intense game. Yeah, it's, it's even higher than a conference championship because, like, this is gets get you two games away from where you're trying to be at. Right. You know, another surprise team, UCLA. Mick Cronin comes from Cincinnati, spent a lot of time there, decides, like, let me go to the West Coast. Let me take a grit and grind style in Cincinnati that we struggled with Yeah, to – to at our place had them senior night and couldn't couldn't outgrind them lost by three, you know out out grinded them at their place, but has gotten a UCLA team that's supposed to be you know UCLA it's the Blue Buds it's the house of Bill Walton built and Reggie like smooth it's you got a lot of respect for UCLA I no ah uh, you do they're a Blue Blood uh, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't go there <laughs> I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Shout out my guy Stovey. Anthony Stovey went to UCLA. You know, it's my guy, but I ain't. I ain't. Sorry, Stovey. I ain't going. I just, yeah. They just have had a quality of players. Yeah. Individual. You know, I would pick USC before I go to UCLA. I took, I took my unofficial USC. I, I loved it. Yeah. So that's an interesting matchup. But that's for a different reason. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, man. Let's not talk about that. Oregon State, though. Oregon State plays. I think Oregon State and Loyola match up. So we're going to get a Cinderella team in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And Trust Tinkle is a great, great coach. I mean, it's. Which Cinderella are you going with? Loyola. Cameron Crowwick is nice. Okay. That boy, nice. All right. Get get a Valley, some, the old Valley team to love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, you bias. So. Now my other Cinderella team, you know, the Golden Eagles of uh, Roberts University. That's oh my! <laughs> I, I already said it. Like I said, they gonna give Arkansas that work. Really? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the problem well, with Arkansas. Maybe, maybe Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas's best player, Moses Moody. They don't give him the ball. He's a lottery pick. Yeah. They Top fifty freshman in the country. Sure. Guys, when you have a workhorse, give your workhorse the ball. Feed me. <laughs> yes, you you got to the tournament with your team. You're gonna get there with your team, but if your best player doesn't get the ball, doesn't get shots, it's gonna be hard to win. Definitely. And I want to see good basketball. I want to see the guys that are supposed to go off go off. 
So, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, your final two. Can Bama get from that side? No. Bama would have to play Gonzaga. Ooh. I guess I'm going Gonzaga and Baylor. I just I don't know who off of that side can can who I mean I'm look we're looking Who does Baylor go through to get there? Baylor would have to go through they play Villanova. Still think they get Villanova. Oh, if if Oh, this would be now. This is the matchup I want to see. If Baylor wins and Oral Roberts wins, Baylor gets Oral Roberts. Boy, stop. So hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but for those that don't know, co- hey, coach, I have Paul Mills came from Baylor. Scott Drew at Baylor's coaching tree is starting to get really, really nice. Grant McCaslin, North Texas, upset Purdue, loses to Villanova. He's got two head coaches that are now. Upset people in state tournament. Yeah. His brother, Bryce Drew, gets Grand Canyon their first, you know, even though he didn't necessarily coach under Drew. And then, you know, shout out Coach Driscoll at North Florida. They've definitely made their NC tournament run and had an upset of themselves, you know, as mm-hmm. a what, 14 seed maybe four or five years ago. So shout out Coach Drew getting that. But that would be a great, the two Speaks private. volumes to Coach Drew's leadership. Yeah. He's done an unbelievable job turning Baylor around from the, the pits of – <laughs> the Hades, <laughs> man. Because if you, if anybody would have said fifteen years ago I'm gonna go to Baylor University, slap yourself. You'd have, you'd have went to Houston. You'd have went to uh, North Texas. You'd have went to Timbuktu before you went to Baylor. <laughs> yeah. So there was nothing in Waco. Wasn't no big football stadium. Wasn't no Sikkim Bears. Wasn't but, no. But do you think ORU is gonna be? Baylor. I think that's going to be tough because Coach Drew is going to have everything, you know. The The problem with ORU's team is going to be that three-headed monster. ORU's missing one of their good pieces that would make them even better and a transfer, graduate transfer, R.J. Glasper, that takes some of the pressure off of Max in terms of handling the ball. ORU is also missing my big dog, Elijah Lufile. He's got some stuff going on he's got to take care of yeah. health-wise. But he's a monster. They, you, when you're missing the 6'8", 250, to go down there and board and bang, they need that. Yeah. But I still think it would be a good game because, like I said, I think Kevin O'Banner is a problem for anybody in the country. I don't care if it's Luke Garza. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Drew Timmy. I'm going to say they win by at least 15. Baylor? Yeah. I, I will pick Baylor to win that game, but I I think more than anything, I would love to see that matchup. Yeah, I I mean we got because, a great because of the the background story. Yeah, but they're gonna win by at least fifteen. Yeah, but like I said, you can't take nothing away from them. We we got a great matchup in that Illinois and Loyola Chicago of like kind of local area teams. Yeah. We we get that matchup. We got our Pac-12 matchups. I mean, there's some potential just for, and that's what it's all about. Why do you think we call it madness? You can't predict it. Everybody's bracket is just in shambles. Life is happening, people. So next time I know, my bracket is just going to be pure upset bracket. Just pure pandemonium. That's your method. You throw about 10 brackets out, and one of them got a hit. Only did two. Should have did a third.
So next time I help you, we're going to go in a completely different, we'll have a completely Man. different algorithm strategy, all different things. But no one can predict it. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. You get 30 plus games over four weekends. Three weekends, sorry. It's just great. It's yeah. just everything that you want. The NBA playoffs is great. Some good basketball. But this is like, you get to see kids purely out there playing for them, themselves, the name on the front of the jersey, their teammates, their family. It's not about the last name. It's not about the draft stock. It's about some last chance you type stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you haven't got a chance, check out Last Chance You. We got Last Chance You basketball. Man. So, <laughs> I always love Last Chance You football, but Last Chance You basketball has been great. Yeah. So, going forward, we both got Gonzaga. We can we can save the brackets, at least pick the right team to win. Yeah. Their road is it's almost there. Yeah, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully they can finish it. I just think they're really complete. They can be hard to knock them off. They have to have a really, really off night. It's just a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Most yeah, definitely. You can't beat that. Yeah. But yeah, man. Another one in the books. Yes, sir. You know, I was so happy to do this. <laughs> I, oh, like, can, we, can we do it now? Can we do it now? Can we do it now? Well, yeah. It had to be done. Oh, yeah. And if you really, really like us, follow us on Instagram. Follow your boy at B underscore great K-A-E. Follow your boy. Witness your moment. Your you are. Yes, sir. Get on that Instagram and Twitter. See the floor underscore. And my favorite one of all, the website. www.seethefloorpodcast.com. Yes. Stay on the lookout for episodes. We're dropping episodes every single week. It is consistent now. We do not not drop an episode. We are a well-oiled machine. Yes, we are. (laughs) So, besides from that, y'all already know the deal. Till next time, y'all, we out. See life like you see the floor.